All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome back to another Gambit podcast. I am Solobase15. I am here with my good friend, Zareth, and we are here to talk about the death of 3v3. How are you, Zareth? I didn't think it was the death of 3v3 solo. I, I like to think of it as um, it, it will return. It's kind of, <laughs> uh, you know, a return of the king or, you know, like a Jesus story, whatever you want to call it. Like 3v3 will return victoriously because uh, i enjoyed the heck out of 3v3 this season actually um i'm not looking forward to fives which is funny because the narrative keeps keeps switching even as cg doesn't change the game mode at all i right. still that like they change it by releasing char- new characters and therefore it's a more interesting mode uh it, the more because you have more teams at least in 3v3 well what are yeah your thoughts the problem isn't that um well the problem is that cg hasn't changed anything because we do we just have so many more teams and in 5v5 you just don't get to use them like at all so um i mean i like 3v3 because you get to use actual characters that's you know weird it is kind of weird i have no idea no um 5v5 man uh, they're, they're, we're gonna have confirmation hopefully soon they uh i don't know i feel a little faked out in a way so so kaino has a couple posts saying that we're gonna get new divisions or not not promising anything but like no. they're looking at it he said i think the verbiage he used was like it's on the front burner now that Conquest is out. Like well, the, so the, the two it. quotes are actually on screen right now. Um, For those of you on the stream, at least. Yeah, so on April 7th, he said that it is the discussion has moved to the front burner uh, with GCs and Conquest, mostly Conquest. So we should hear more of this at some point soon. Um, then on April 10th, he said with in regards to a post about uh, the division size in Grand Arena, it's with Conquest in the later stages of rollout, the discussion around GAC brackets has gotten more attention now, and we should see more information about this at some point. Um, so those of you that don't know, Kaino is a moderator on the forums. He is usually very tight-lipped, and he kind of gets advanced warnings of things um, because yeah, it's, hard to do, it's hard to do your job as a moderator if you don't know at least a little something. So um, well, I, I would say that he's he's like more in the know than other moderators, even though like he, yeah. he, he knows. He knows what's coming up, at least in part. I don't know. I doubt that he has like an account that he can play it, or maybe he's a tester, who knows, but um People like to crap on him, actually, in the forums. They're like, whatever, kind of. Like, you don't know. You act like you're a dev and you're not a dev. And at some point, one of the devs was just like, no, no, no. If he says something, like, listen to him. Because <laughs> he knows. Right. Basically. Yeah. Like, they, they, had, um, they had a whole thing. It was kind of funny. Set some people down who were being just total asses. <laughs> yes. Um, so there was also a post floating around by Doja. That entire thread has been removed, though, and so I'm not going to show it, but the post actually said something very similar to this, um, but I can't 
not being me not being able to take a picture of it myself it's better not to snip it um like we did with like these kind of quotes you can go on the forums and just search Kino's replies and see them all uh oh. but so there there does seem to be something brewing now so we're going to talk about this in a little bit but conquest had a bit of a a bit of a flub uh this past week so hopefully that doesn't delay it as they're trying to fix conquest on that front i hope not man all right, so we got May the 4th coming up. Um, gosh, we got some, I'm sure there's got, they've got something planned for it. I, I'm, I'll be interested to see what it is. I, I really hope it's them rolling out new GAC everything. Like yeah. they, sh- they need to acknowledge that this game would uh, be struggling hard right now without GAC having been existing for like two years. Because it's been over two years, hasn't it, since Grand Arena was first released? It, uh, well, it? from the original Grand Arena, yeah, absolutely. Right. Uh, That's why then, I changed it from GAC mid yeah. mid uh, letter to to just Grand Arena. <laughs> <laughs> Though in this July it'll be uh, two years of uh, GAC because uh, the exhibition, well, the first exhibition started June 29th, and then they needed to reset it. And then the the true first exhibition started in July, so we're we're about three months away from the two year anniversary of GAC. Oh, that's awesome, man! Uh, I was thinking about that. Like for a long time, I used to think like, okay, so my record like isn't totally offset by uh, you know, or is totally offset. Like my GAC record is totally different than the um, Grand Arena stuff, but as we continue to advance, like, well, we're we're getting close to like three hundred total matches in GAC, yeah. uh, or, or in Grand Arena total, and only what like we had seventeen total weeks of just normal Grand Arena, so that's what um, thirty four fifty one. So that's fifty one matches of of normal Grand Arena. Then we had one exhibition match of uh, Grand Arena where we did the Grand GAC format. Yeah. And everyone tried to get into early uh, chromium there uh, that first week. I don't know if actually that worked or not, but that's all we've had, really. We have had 54 matches of just normal Grand Arena, and the rest of them are, have been GAC. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, well, your record is ridiculous, both in regular and just GAC, but... Um, I'm really, I would be really disappointed if they don't make some changes to the divisions. I think they will. Uh, I mean, they said when they first released GAC that it's planned that they can make changes to the divisions. And technically they did after the first exhibition change a little bit. Um, so I expect that we see something the, you know, hopefully it's what we actually want. And it's not just going to be add one team when you're at 8 million GP, because adding one team is like, all right, here's this other meta team. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, you're like, okay, which meta team do I stop using now? Like, right. okay. Can I, is, is Padme totally worthless now or like just kind of worthless? Right. Um, 
<laughs> you know, part of the problem is pretty soon it's going to start to become like territory wars. Like territory wars, you use so few teams in territory wars that you just start combining teams. Um, <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, this is a strong team. This is a strong team. Let's just put them together and we can make another strong team just because you don't need like um, back back when I was running a TW in the Howling Ewoks, I would regularly put Supreme Leader Kylo down with Darth Revan and Malak in there because who cares if you burned a team? <laughs> you know, yeah, sure, you lose your Darth Revan team, but then you do the math and it's like, oh, well, Darth Revan and Supreme Leader Kylo are in defense, but we still have 150 GLs outside of the Supreme Leader Kylos that we didn't use. And we only need 200 attack teams. Like, uh, okay, we'll keep 50 gas too and put everything else on defense. Like, right. <laughs> you know, pretty soon, if they don't make a change to Grand Arena, that's what this is going to become. So I want them to an announce two new Galactic Legends and then tell me that we have to put in 5v5 uh, two more teams. <laughs> yeah, probably two more teams, because that means we need four more teams uh, at our GP level. Yeah, I think so. I think that that is actually, a. I mean, two more. I think I think they should add two more divisions is what I think. Oh, yeah. When it comes to divisions, uh, 4.5 to 6, 6 to 7.5, and then over 7.5, I, I would be I would be crying because we'd be in the over 7.5, but um, I, I think oh, that would man. be completely appropriate. I would totally, I'd be good. I, I would be just fine with that, honestly. Yeah. Or, I see, <clears throat> here's the thing. I don't know if there's enough of us over 7.5, so maybe do like a 4.5 to 5.75 and then a 5.75 to 7. There's going to be enough of us over 7 million at this point, I assume. Um, so maybe that's the way that they have to do it. But I think two would be a fantastic way to break it up. Yeah. Two new ones, I should say, not just split it into two. Yeah, I, I, I'm fine with that. Uh, I, I'm fine. Honestly, like I'm generally just good with like if 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 people say CG doesn't ever test things and that's false. They just don't. They can't as exhaustively test things as the player base demands. And for a game this complex, it it's not feasible, you know. So I'm I'm good with how much they test it. Honestly, uh, it it's just. Um, yeah, it's uh it's going to be a really interesting thing to see what they come up with. And I mean the player base is just gonna get pissed either way. <laughs> yeah, frankly. I mean you, you could have the best changes in the game and the player base will say, This is awful, I want my money back. Uh, oh yeah, they'll riot for reasons, you know. Right. Reddit rage. Um <laughs> so uh, the only thing the only thing we know is that they should not add any more fleets as the divisions go up. Honestly, you could probably take fleets out of division. Stop doing in what's now division two. Stop doing four fleets there. They won't do that, but uh, it just gets ugly. Uh, unless yeah. you're unless you're Zarat Salt that has been with a uh, a Geo TB guild since like <laughs> two million. 
so silly, man. Yeah, I've I've been I've been uh, living it up in that guild that you guys have <laughs> taken care of me. <laughs> it's so silly, it really is. Um, but we we can talk about other things. Yeah, we can we can draw less attention to that. Um, so what? Yeah, I just hope we get it. I, I'm hoping this week is the week we get news, though. That's that's really what I'm so, hoping for. I would love this week to be the week that we get news. I kind of, I'm beginning to think that it doesn't happen until May 4th. I think May 4th, they'll have like some big announcement. Um, and here is why. So, you know, the, the original clone release schedule or kit release schedule was skipping this week and then it'd be back on the 29th which is you know the following week they pushed back the final bad batch release the kit release to may the 4th and doja i forget if it was today or yesterday um had a post that just said uh we changed the you know release cadence for uh the final bad batch member to May the 4th for dot, dot, dot reasons. Um, so uh, I don't think the reasons alone are just going to be, well, we need something to release on May the 4th. I, I think that's when they're kind of planning a very big something, especially if you look at the data mine, they've got a whole bunch of packs lined up for May the 4th. And it's not just like, Oh, buy this character pack or buy this gear pack. It's a uh, welcome back to the game pack. It's a you've been away a while um, pack. It's they have a brand new player pack for May the 4th. Like they are expecting something on May the 4th that is going to bring people back into the game. And it that's got to be some sort of announcement like it, it's not just oh it's may the 4th people will come back and play like not if you're lining up five or six packs targeted at a certain demographic like something is coming something has to be announced uh, yeah it would be an enormous gaffe in my opinion if they didn't like right I, and they're they're not completely immune to making enormous gaffes, but they've always put a high priority on May the 4th. And I I guess I I do think that there's gonna be something. I I guess it would line up. So May 4th isn't that far away. So it's April 19th right now for us, but yeah. almost 20th for well, you. the 20th for me in about 420. 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, but one way or another, like, so we, we have 10 more days of this. We have two weeks left. And that yeah. would actually put us right in range for Bo-Katan and uh, Dark Trooper to start being farmable if they wanted to accelerate it just a little bit. And right. so they could announce a new event on May the 4th. Yes. Um, unlock, in, you know, that requires them and then gives us two weeks or 10 days or whatever. Like, give us one week to farm <clears throat> for it and then get right. it. So, and you know what the beauty of that is? Uh, May the 4th is on Tuesday. And with this podcast recording, technically Monday night, um, we will just miss the news and we won't get to talk about it for a week. And by then it'll be all talked out and we're going to be like, 
well, guys, we said everything. Maybe not to you, yeah. but. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we'll have things to say. We'll be like, I always I always knew that it was uh, <laughs> right. Galactic Legend Mall yeah. coming out. We told yeah. you guys. We told you, you know. Right. That's, yeah. Oh, that's been, that, that's been on my radar for a long time. <laughs> a long yeah. time. Guys, so, so. it was so obvious. How did you not guess? Um... Right. If you didn't hear it from us, it's because we didn't feel like it was even necessary to say it. Right. It, it was so obvious. We already predicted it. That's that's what happened. Um, <laughs> yeah, as is the way of things. <laughs> Run a special news podcast on Tuesday night. No. <laughs> nope. Nope. Sorry. Tuesday night's busy. We have defense as the plan. Um, yep. <laughs> helping patrons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so actually, speaking of that, if you looked at the calendar, um, it's been screwed up since they released it, and it had a week five to this Grand Arena. Uh, for what's obvious for everyone at this point is there is no week five for this Grand Arena, um, and then it had week one of the next Grand Arena, not starting till May. Doja uh, had a post today. Well, he had a post when the schedule came out that said, "Oh no, that's a typo," and then they just never fixed it. And again. Earlier this morning, people were starting to panic. Guys, is there going to be a week five? And so Doja finally came out today and said, no, no, we have the week off. Next season starts on April 26th. You know. It's like almost a meme at this point. They, it is. <laughs> I, really, I, I'm not even like being critical of them. I, I mean, it's it's one of those things. It's like, okay, if you if you... Like if you and me had that job somehow magically, like we'd we'd mess other things up, hundred oh, percent. But but the one thing we wouldn't get wrong is the start of GAC. Like <laughs> right. we we have that mapped out. I mean, it's just like the schedule is just like people are like, oh really? Like you think we're gonna have like one week off? And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> it's been that way uh, for eighteen course. weeks now. Yeah. Yeah. Right, like we we've done that for a long time now. Like it hasn't been that schedule exactly for for the entirety of GAC, but like pretty damn close. Pretty damn close. Um, so uh, you know, and yet, and yet, CG whoever's making the calendar, Doja is uh, <laughs> like they just consistently get that. Op- they're they're always like, no, no, no. Like the calendar, if, if you were talking to the calendar, you're like, okay, so, you know, GAC starting a week from today, uh, you know, uh, and the the calendar's like, no, 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 it's it's starting today, actually. <laughs> like it's starting immediately, go. Like, the, and, and it's happened, I don't know how many months in a row now. And yet everyone, everyone's always confused. And every it's, it's time, every time. Um, <laughs> um, speaking of memes though, so this past week, we had a Conquest meme, um, as in the Conquest was a meme, because, so if you guys remember, I think it was Fatal that put out the 1% stamina Jedi Knight Luke video after the last oh. Conquest. So what you do was you run Jedi Knight Luke a lot in Conquest, he has 1% stamina, and then you throw them on a team with a really fast Jedi and the entire other team has a total of one speed and, you know, you just cruise to a win and Grandmaster Yoda literally takes 300 turns before the other team gets one turn. Um, so the way they fix that is that um, it wouldn't work 
when Jedi Knight Luke is under 40% stamina. And the problem is there was something in the code. Um, there was something in the code where it was carrying over into non-conquest things. So he, he was having 40% stamina in territory battles or in a, the arena, and it was affecting all of his stats, and that's obviously a problem. Um, the only way that they could fix that is they had to take Conquest down, and, and they gave out 10 Razor Crest Shards, so you didn't lose anything. But there are some people that they heard that they would um, re, uh, return all any crystals spent on Conquest. And so they just spent all their crystals refreshing to get to uh, Tier 3, to the Java store in Tier 3 to get extra Razor Crest shards. So there's people out there with 10 to 15 more shards than everybody else. And then they got all their crystals refunded back to them. So... I mean, I, I had zero interest in playing Conquest for that long on one day to get the 15 Razor Crest shards, but uh, hey, some people got them. I'm a little, uh, I'm a little salty about that solo. I won't lie. Yeah. Like that, that they played it. Like that was, I don't know. I just, I don't know what to do. Like you, you have to keep let them keep it. You do have to let you them do. keep it. Yeah. I just. And you shouldn't, it's just a bad situation altogether, you know, like, especially, so I guess, I guess the question being, I think that this won't actually impact us being able to unlock at the same time or, you know, get, get to seven stars at the same time as our friends. But I mean, or as you know, it's the people who did that, but I I think someone mathed it out and said that it isn't, but what if it happens again? It happens once, yeah. it could happen again. They have recurring problems. Like they do it enough times, people are gonna like I had no chance. I was at work. I had no idea it existed until after they had patched it. Yeah. Um I mean <clears throat> if it happens again, I'll get the pitchforks then. For right now, they'll unlock it at five stars earlier. Um but they're not going to unlock it at seven or they're not gonna get a seven star earlier. So I'm, it's not worth me putting any thought or salt into because there's, it just realistically isn't going to have an impact. Um, because, uh, you know, the ship's at five star when everybody else at, is at heavy relics. With what that ship is doing, at five star, it's not going to make a difference. Um on well, gom is convinced that it's not even going to make a difference a seven star <laughs> he is um, and i i do i do have to chuckle at that like i i can understand why how he would think that if he's you know who, who knows what uh he's had access to like he's he's absolutely had interaction with cg way more than us because they're doing all these events with them uh, but at the same time uh i mean how many people have said that Kiati Mundi isn't going to change anything? And and now th- there are people who are threatening to quit guilds because they can't get Kiati Mundi fast enough because he is awesome. That's you know, 
that's true. Um, but the difference between Cam and the Razor Crest is we're going to have a seven star Razor Crest in what four months. <clears throat> um, sure. It's not like Cam where some some guilds are taking four years. <laughs> you know, it's true. Uh, oh, so. I mean, the other difference is too, though, like Kiati Monday, you don't need nearly as much as Razor Crest, in my opinion, because Kiati Monday, yeah, he, he's great, but he's a, he's a Jedi who does damage, and there are je other Jedi who do damage. Yeah, and right. you win, you would you win at just, just as high a rate as I do almost. Um, right. I mean, basically, like, there, I don't think I've had any wins because of Kiati Mundi that you wouldn't have also gotten without him is what I'm trying to say. And, and yet Razorcrest, there, there's such a lack of ships right now, such a desert of ships. And, uh, you know, honestly, I want to talk about that a little bit uh, here, but I'm um, like this right now we're, we have no ships at all. The meta ship meta has been stagnant forever. Like we got, we had Millennium Falcon for like two years and now we're having Negotiator for two years. And uh, we don't get ships. We just don't, they don't release ships. And then when they do, we have like a six month like unlock period. Because um, CG doesn't care about ships. Oh, well, so. Well, let me rephrase we, that. We need it though, man. We need the, the, the ships. The player base didn't ca doesn't care about ships. Um, you know, there are a few people that like ships, but the player base does not care about ships. And so CG doesn't care about ships because, I mean, let's be honest, it's not going to make them money because people just don't care. The irony is the fleet meta has been the same for so long that people, like even I think Ando said earlier today, God, just to get out of this fleet meta, I'd spend $200. <laughs> um, but uh, have no fear. If you want to get Razorcrest faster, there is a data mine that a Razorcrest pack is coming to the stores. So, um, you know, well yeah. harder. Uh, <laughs> though, look at this. Kate Gaming is rating us real quick. And Kate, I heard that your Candyman is low relic, and that's disappointing. I'm sorry. Uh <laughs> uh yeah she's she she loves she loves her candy man but i have a higher relic candorous than she does so, <laughs> you know um okay. yeah but so thank I, you for the raid kate they they've actually talked about and the, with the racer crest they're not sure what they're gonna do so racer crest could hit uh a node in two months to farm um <laughs> racer crest could hit you know something and it could be that Razor Crest is no longer the apple of the Conquest Eye. It's going to be, I don't know, Bo-Katan Sidekick that I can't remember the name of because I don't think it was ever uttered in the show. The hot uh, one? I, I, either one. But yeah, we'll go with the hot one. Um, Good. <laughs> but so... Uh, Cos Cosca Reeves, I looked her up. Ah, that's... I looked up Bo Katan's hot friend, and that's who it was. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> she did have a nice, nice personality. <laughs> <laughs> she see, she seems to. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like, it, it could be that Razor Crest. Th this next GC is the last one with Razor Crest in it. Um, 
which, uh, well, I, I'm not going to say it would be nice. It, it would be nice if Farm Racer crashed and get it faster. But at the same time, that just means something else would go into Conquest and I'd have to slow farm that in Conquest instead. So it's really just replacing one farm with another. Right. Oh, we'll never be able to replace the importance of conquest until CG decides that conquest is no longer important. Yes. Which eventually, maybe they will. I mean, Galactic War eventually just ran out of steam entirely. <laughs> Bro, Karen, Bo is the hot friend. <laughs> <laughs> I won't argue with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, good points. Gig, putting Cam in conquest would be brilliant you want you want to get people to start caring about conquest good lord put cam in there and just watch the people flock to unlock the shards um because there we know people we know good players that still haven't even unlocked cam like you have them you know relic 52 um i i my poor cam is still sitting at six stars but we know people that still haven't even unlocked him and man that will get that would get people to pay attention to conquest i'm sure and you should make the last node defeat have them be full r7 clones just to mess with people <laughs> it would mess with my alt and so i would hate that but just to mess with people gosh <clears throat> people in chat most of it saying he has 24 shards. Froda says eight cam shards. Eight. Eight. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm Froda and I have been uh, close in GP to each other for a little bit. So um, <laughs> I guess I hope we get matched up sooner than later. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Froda. Uh, here's the cam shard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean, if if Cam, I would be more excited for Cam in Conquest than I am for Razor Crest. Like, I really want Razor Crest, and I've, obviously I'm going to do everything to get every shard that I can, but Cam being in Conquest, man, I'd, I'd be hitting those shards in, like, the second day. Um, yeah, that's fair. I mean, it's just an interesting thing. I guess I... Because I have him, I'm just like, I, I guess I don't care that much. I right. Mean, right. But I can understand why others would care. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right. We've probably talked enough about this because there's still actually a lot to talk about that's come Ooh. out in the past week. Oh, okay. So before we talk about what comes out, uh, just because we're kind of on this topic already, um, I did want to just kind of, uh, I don't know, uh, discuss the disproportionately large impact that uh, ships has on a GAC right now. Because, uh, because what uh, something happened this week that I don't even know if you know the results, but um, so there was this crazy uh, group uh, in GAC th this week, like a, a crazy grouping of and a lot of people will recognize these names, but uh, my buddy Hens, who has crazy high uh, lifetime banners, 
you know, right behind me and, um, you know, like really close to what I am. Uh, e. Abattoir, who is my arch nemesis and has more than I do. Uh, my, my friend Tano, who I faced and got lucky to beat because of fleets uh, a while ago. He's the one who we both decided not to use Galactic Legends in our fight. Uh, and yeah. He, he out-schemed me big time and I, I would have lost if it wasn't for fleets. Um, and then uh, our mutual friend, uh, quote unquote, uh, disgrace was in there as well uh, and then another guy who was like at 720k lifetime like crazy group like like the fact that one of those guys had to go one and two is nuts to me uh so anyways there, there's this crazy grouping and it, it, i don't need to just like tell you all the blow for blow but it came down to hens versus uh tano and tano beat disgrace then he beat uh then he beat E Abattoir. Then he beat Hens. And the what what had ended up happening though, I think Hens would have won if Fleet RNG hadn't just like kind of screwed him. Fleet RNG is the worst RNG. All right, and, and I you know, it just here's the thing: you can play, and I've seen it happen with you. Like you play perfectly in Fleet or in on the ground, and you're like, I got this. And then you go in, you enter into the next game mode. It's a different game mode within Galactic, uh, or within GAC. And if you don't, if you like, and you hit the reset button, you're like, okay, like nothing that I've done previously has any bearing on what I'm about to do now. Yeah. Like, like the only thing I've done, I guess I've killed a few squads to get into this mode, to unlock this mode inside of GAC. Uh, but, but then you step in, you're like, <laughs> I, I have, you know, I hit the refresh button. I have all of my teams for this mode available. Like nothing I've done previously has expended any of those resources. And we're going to go into fleets. And right now it's like, you know, play someone in one game mode. It doesn't mean, it, it, you could easily just get stuck on ships and lose. Yeah. And, yep. and yet we're at the mercy of this mode that... Uh, you know, like we, we could lose and we're, we're at the mercy of it and CG doesn't care about the mode. You know, like it, it seems like it seems like if they put as much investment into ships as they did into squads, maybe I wouldn't care as much. Maybe it wouldn't be as big of a deal because we'd have a way more robust fleet meta. We'd have way more capital ships. Yeah. We could actually send in a burner squad or burner fleet if we needed to as a strategic resource. But right now it's like, no, no, no. I don't have the resources. I can't actually send one of my uh, capital ships in because I only have a couple of them. I can only make a certain, a limited number of attacks yeah. and we're just at its mercy. So here's the problem. People don't care about fleets. It's kind of this vicious circle where it's, they introduced fleets to the game. People didn't care. So they made fleets more important with, you know, crystals being added to uh, the grant, the arena rewards. And some people did play more, but people didn't care. Uh, and so they needed to find another way to make people care because there was no reason in the past to have more than one fleet geared at a time. Because even when it was in Grand Arena and you needed a fleet, you just used current fleet meta and the last fleet meta you use those two and then it doesn't matter what other fleets were in the game 
Then they came in and they added the Radis. They added the finalizer. The, and to their credit, they said from the very beginning, hey, guys, this is not going to be the Fleet Arena meta. We're just looking to expand ships. And they said that from the very beginning. But then people didn't care because they made it so hard to farm cap ships. Like, it's either on the ground you whale or you get it in three months. And three months isn't that big of a deal. In fleet, to get the cap ship, it's you whale or you get the cap ship in a year and a half because you're getting 10 shards a month. Um, And they even sped up the fleet, the cap ship release for Radis and Finalizer. And what it was released last February, and people just got a seven star finalizer last month, two months ago. Like, that's that's absurd. Like, that's telling you they don't care about fleet because they don't even, they're releasing ships that aren't going to enter the meta, and people can't seven star for like over a year after release. And the fact is, you don't need. Like, you don't need the Radis. You don't need the Finalizer because you have Empire and Rebels sitting there as well. Um, It's just, they don't care, but then they see people not spending money on the game mode, so they do something for you to spend money on the game mode, but then they don't care, so you don't spend money on the game mode. It's like this constant back and forth of, hey, look at me, pay attention. No, we don't want to. Okay, here, now you have to pay attention to me. No, we don't want to. Um, and it's just, you know, it's, it's it's the game mode that won't go away. It, the problem <laughs> is, like, what was it, four years ago? Yeah, pro- the game's been out for five years. So probably four years ago, it was their big release. They were like, we're releasing fleets, man. Everybody wants fleets to this day. People hate fleets. And every time somebody says we need a new game mode, do you know what game mode that they they say, you know what we need? It's a ship raid. Like, guys, you don't participate in fleet arena because you hate fleets, but you want a ship raid? Dude, like, what's what wrong with people? I have never understood that. And you're right. People say that all the damn time. I hear that all the time. People are like, People are like, oh yeah, like you know, they they give like a couple of things, like okay, so so here here's what the game needs, like yeah, you know, everyone sits back and I mean, you know, we we have our platform and we talk about what the game needs, but I don't actually expect CG to take anything I say for like I don't I don't expect them to actually use right. anything that we you know we say, but you know whatever, like we can we can say it and it's fun, but like you, you hear these people, you know, they're like what the game needs are these three, three fundamental things. And always on that, on the list of three, a ship raid inevitably comes up. Yeah. And I'm just like, you seriously hate fleets. Well, here's I, the I know you do. Here's but. the problem. Every raid that we've ever had, the good teams need a specific turn order. They need to do things in a certain way. And without mods, you cannot do that. The only way to get a specific turn order in ships is to not gear or gear certain pilots up. It's like, okay, I need negotiator to go before ETA. So when we go into this raid, 
you know, my GK is R8, my ETA or my Anakin is R7. So I'm just going to have to take all the mods off GK. That's it. That's what we're going to do this by demodding this character because we have no other way to change the turn order. And that's like, it's just absurd. Um, it is. Uh, like, if they release a ship raid, I don't think people understand how awful it will truly be because the ships, <laughs> they're, it's not a good game. It's not a thought out game mode. Like, the devs don't care enough to have it be a good game mode. And to be frank, they don't care because we don't care. So I'm not blaming them for not caring about fleet. I'm just stating that they don't care about fleet. It's like a sandbox mode where they've realized that ships aren't going to make them that much money. <laughs> um, I mean, unless they release a new ship meta now, they can increase that desperation. Here's the thing, Solo. I don't hate ships entirely, not not for its own sake. Like I once they released fleets, like my win rate was pretty decent to start with, but once they released a second fleet in that that mode that node, um <clears throat> my win rate increased by a lot as well. Like yeah. and it's because I'm way I'm way more interested in fleets now because there's actually some strategy to it. It's not just like, okay. I have negotiator, which I can put on defense, and then I'll put I'll keep malevolence for offense, and then I'll just beat whatever's in there, whatever happens to be in there. Like I'll win, you know. And then I have a rebel, a good enough rebel fleet that I can clean up whatever, like uh, if I need to. Like that was that was the fleet meta. Now it's like okay, you can actually, and there's actually a podcast question about the fleet meta. Uh huh. But like it's way more interesting to me, and so I'm, I've started to be way more proactive on fleets. And, you know, there's a way more advantage to be gained by actually planning. And I, I would just, uh, all I would want to, to make the fleet meta better or to make fleets better, I want mods for sh for fleets or for ships. You, you've you said that a lot. You've been championing yep. it. I agree. Um, I want that. And then I want, I, I just want some, uh, some love for ships. I want more ships to come out. So let me throw this out there for you though and then i wanted a ship raid <laughs> <laughs> so let me throw this out there for you we have the benefit of having maxed out or close to maxed out fleets because the rest of our roster is basically there anyway um it's a lot harder for somebody at four to five million to be like i'm gonna invest in four fleets right now all all my relics are going to pilots my entire matchmaking GP is going to be pilots right now. It's just not, it's not mm -hmm. as possible um, for everybody else to have a rebel and empire and a Radis fleet built up to go along with their negotiator that requires uh, R7 characters. And luckily the malevolence doesn't require as much gearing. Uh, malevolence is kind of the freebie with the hyena and the vulture and the starting lineup. But it's it's hard for people that need to place two fleets to actually pay attention to fleet. Four fleets, I should say. They might pay attention to a couple, but it's hard to get four good fleets when you're 5 million GP. Oh, it, it truly is. Um, uh, one would hope that they'd rebalance things a little bit for... I just think 
so I, I got a huge advantage in fleets when my when my account went my alt account went to division two because i had four decent fleets yeah uh, part of that that is cheating though (laughs) oh well sure sure Uh, cheating just to be real not not actual cheating it it was his alt was in a 300 million gp guild um Right, right, exactly. So I just yeah. want to be real clear: like there, there was no actual cheating. I, there, I wouldn't do that. There, there was no ando APK. Right, uh. <laughs> right. No, no APKs involved. But, right. but yeah, like it, it was, it was like you, you could almost call it an unfair advantage in terms of you know like who I'm competing against. It's right. like sometimes I still get angry. I'm like, damn it all! This guy has negotiator, and then I look <laughs> and they don't have malevolence, and I'm just still grumpy about it. <laughs> You know, because uh-uh. because because reasons, damn it all. Um, and yeah, whatever. We uh, it, it's fine. Like I, it, I guess I just I had a huge advantage from it. No one else did. I I think it would be miserable to play two fleets on almost any other account. You're just like constantly in fear, and then you do meet up with some a hole like me who has two seven star uh get2 fleets before (laughs) like in division three i had that i had that in division three i might have had it in four like i had it for a long time and like what do you even do in that situation (laughs) right like i don't even know there's not a great option and so whatever like you you just can't you can't really can't really do that much so anyways i uh uh, you one would hope that if they do rebalance or redistribute the the divisions, that hopefully they would actually give um, they'd give division two a break, yeah. like they they'd go revert him back to one fleet. Because I think once you get to division one, that like you don't have much more of an excuse. But division two is you're focused on the core the core pieces of the game you know, the, right. the ground squad. So anyways, we could probably, we need to talk about whatever his name is, Wrecker. But yeah. Um, I, before, I did want to talk about fleets a bit. So <laughs> before that, we also have, so part of the update this week uh, was actually a pretty big one of the guild search for the longest time was awful. I mean, you could know your guild name, type your guild name in specifically and still not find the guild you were looking for. Uh, it's freaking absurd. Like, it, it, when we would mark, we would have to type in like four letters in the middle of the guild name to come back and find the guild. Um, otherwise, it wouldn't show up. And that's been in the game for four and a half years. Um, so this past week, they improved the guild search. And it's really interesting. So now the guild search is going to show you how they did in the most recent territory battles. It's going to show you, you can see the activity of um, all the members of the guild. So you can see if there are people that have been inactive for like five days. So you know not to join that guild. Or if you're a casual, you know it's a good guild to join. Uh, And you can see the last 10 territory war results as well, which... It's it's a really interesting addition. It's, I feel bad for anyone that's recruiting for guilds that refuse to win in Territory Wars because 
Um, <laughs> you know, like so. Uh... If you're in a guild that's 380 million and you're just don't focus on territory wars, that's fine because people are going to be like, cool, I have an 8 million account. I just don't want to do territory wars and you can join. Um, if you're a guild that's like 310 million though, and there are 60 other guilds within 10 million GP of you, <laughs> you might lose out on that recruit just because of that screen. Um, and unfortunately, what the screen doesn't show you is like, oh, we faced this guild that Sandbat, or these four guilds that had 40 million more GP than us, and we lost four in a row, like not because we didn't try, but they had double the GLs that we had, or something like, you know, like that. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see if that impacts player movement at all. It will. Um... I don't know. I, I, yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll take a while to catch on because I don't trust them, frankly, uh, like, or I don't trust that system. Uh, they admitted that it broke. So I'm not, that's not even me being critical of yeah. CG. It's just like, <laughs> it was laughable. If my, oh. if I was like going to go to a different guild and I was out and it would just be like, here, I present to you these three guilds. Like, right. please choose wisely. Like, they're all excellent fits. And I'm like, okay, so one of them's like 22 out of 50. Another <laughs> one, another one's like, you know, like 49 out of 50. But when you click on it, it's like super low GP character. Like, every, it's like not even close to my end, like yeah. an un, a end game account, you know. And then the third one is something equally as laughable. It's just like that, that there's no, chance i would just go solo before i joined any of those uh, maybe yeah. i wouldn't maybe i'd <clears throat> i'd maybe join the one that was active at least but you know if i had to but like it there weren't good selection and so i've just completely written it out of my mind that that's even a tool like in my opinion i mean so you have you have a broken hammer and <laughs> you, you stop thinking of it as a tool right you, yeah. you're just like i have a piece of metal and i have a handle like I have two, two potential weapons. They're not tools, like neither of which are tools. Like that, that and that's the same as, as it was with the, the guild search. Like it wasn't a tool. And in my mind still, it's not a tool because I haven't like recreated those mental pathways to get there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but hopefully it is actually fixed. And I can tell you, you can now find the guild you're looking for if you type it in right. Of course, if your guild uses funky letters, you probably still can't find it easily just because they use funky letters and you don't in the search. But if your guild uses normal letters for their name, you can now find the guild much more easily if you know what you're looking for. Um, which, as somebody that now marks every single weekend, that is, <laughs> it is very useful to have access to. Oh yeah, no, no doubt. Um, hundred percent. It it is. It's a nice feature. Um, you know, it, it's things like that that makes. I, I don't think people have. I've had. I've heard a few people just randomly vent. They want to vent their spleen and say things like, you know, it's a. They they say things like, it, you know, the game's gonna go down or whatever. It's going down. I. It's things like that that just completely defeat that argument, though. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I completely agree. Like, uh, why would they touch that? Why would they touch that, uh, you know, particular part of the game that they haven't touched since I've started, basically? Right. Um, if they were, if they're planning on this game just ending soon. Right. Why, why put the work into that? Uh, it's not going to make any additional money as a going away. Um, but right. so uh, real quick, a couple of other things that came with the updates is Cara Dune is now on the list of accelerated characters. So if you haven't farmed her yet, it's going to be easy to do. And Bo-Katan came into Chromium's uh, last week. So she is halfway there to farm, being farmable. Um, now, the last thing is we got the kit reveal for Wrecker. He will be coming to the game, I believe, on Thursday. Uh, yep, but we could go through him kind of quick. Yeah. Um, I believe. Well, he's a tank. The tanks do less things. So let's, let's pull him up. Here you can see him. Uh, all right, I think we're done. He's a yeah. tank. Move on. All right, guys, here we go. Um, so he's a light side tank, bad batch, clone trooper, Glect, Rep Club, Republic, has the same tags, etc. Here is his uh, fun animation where he shoots a gun. In it, he's dealing physical uh, damage to a target enemy. If the target enemy was target locked, in which we learned about target lock last week with text kit, he inflicts speed down for two turns and so he has a new buff called Furious, which we'll get to when we get to his unique. But if he has Furious, he then attacks um, a second time. So there you go. It's a basic. And it can inflict speed down on certain. Gosh, looking at his basic and how long it's taking him to do this. I'm like, is he another Cara And you're like, oh, come on, I'm going to tear out because of your ridiculousness. <laughs> You're like, please don't attack a guy a second time. <laughs> like you look for character, you look for opportunities to use that basic when he doesn't have the requisites. Uh, all right. So special one is I hate that word. And here he, he becomes a rugby player uh, doing a haka there where uh, clone trooper allies recover protection equal to 5% of his max protection and record gains oh, uh, one fury for each stealth character, then dispel stealth from all enemies. So he will take them out of stealth. I mean, oh, and if he has furious, bad batch allies recover protection equal to 20% of his max protection, and bad batch allies gain 10% turn meter for each character who was stealthed. Um, you know, a lot of people have talked about how this is basically building up to be a great territory battle squad or a great against uh, separatists and you know here you go he's, he's pulling him out of stealth and he's giving uh, protection recovery which we love for grand arena attacks and he's giving a turn meter um, you know it's hard to argue with that oh yeah absolutely I, yeah we're we're good yeah like uh, I, I think Right now, even still, this squad isn't good on its own. Like, it's not worth, if you want to wail on all three of these, Well, um, like, you're we, not going to get. It's because we haven't seen the attacker yet. It's hard, right. to, it's hard to judge a team without knowing the damage that they're going to do. 
Yep, and I completely agree with that. All I'm saying is, uh, like right right now, it's still, it's like okay, like I'm I'm still good with what they're doing, but I guess I reserve the right to like hate it later. <laughs> you know, like like it. Who knows? Who knows what the next character is? I think we're gonna be good though. Yeah, no, the, I I think this squad is lining up to be good. We'll see what his his stats are. Um, but I, I think they are lining up to do a lot of things. And like I said, their kits are really designed to mess things up in territory battles. Uh, even so far, of course, you need you need the power to attack the troopers. But, I mean, he's going to pull the Geo Spies out of stealth. He's going to help, um, well, gain Fury, which again we'll talk about with his unique but so his uh second special yeah second special is wrecking ball deal physical damage to all enemies so it's an aoe gain taunt for two turns and all clone trooper allies gain defense up and tenacity up for two turns defense up is what gives this team the ability to do true damage under the hunter um leadership ability of so He's the avenue to get defense up and to get them doing true damage, which obviously getting your team to do true damage is a big thing. Sure. Uh, and if he has Furious, he stuns the entire team for two turns. <laughs> not, not a one-turn stun. It's a two-turn stun on all enemies, which is kind of absurd. Um the one uh, thing yes. I, the one thing I'll say about that is this, uh, this is what gives him taunt, and he's stunning them for two turns. So he's going to gain taunt for two turns the entire time that they're stunned, which just makes me laugh. Um, you know, because he's taunting when they can't hit anybody. That is true. Uh, I mean, yeah, unless they. There'll be there'll be things that oh, yeah. mechanics that disallow you know that right. that'll get through it, but yeah, um, and, and I will say that I love this animation. Yes, I do too. Um, it's ridiculous, but <laughs> so far I, I'll say this: uh, whether or not this squad ends up being good, and I think all the signs point toward it being very good in some capacity or another. Uh, yeah, it they've also put in a lot of effort to make their animations cool consistently all three of them have really awesome animations they do they do uh, all right so here's the unique we'll pull it up and very disappointed to see that meow baka was not anywhere near the top of this one um man just really you know really it, you see you, well, you see some some people who are consistent contenders, and they'll drop down in the standings every once in a while, but yeah. they're always stand up. And then you get the one hit wonders. You're like, where did that guy come from? <laughs> you're, you're like, wow, that guy just like just like captured lightning in a bottle, and now then he lost it. Yeah. You know, um, I feel like that's me, Obaka here potentially. It, it, I think let's it hope, is, but let's hope not. In his defense, this kit was actually released by a puzzle, um, so. It, you know, his constantly stalking the forums, you know, this this was hidden behind a puzzle. So we'll blame it on that, Miyabaka. I got your back, uh, even though I'm the one that called it out. <laughs> so, Kobe girl, 
who's in the same guild says, damn it all meow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so here, here's his Zeta, here's his unique. At the start of battle, he gains 20% max health and protection for each other Bad Batch ally, and Wrecker gains one stack of Fury for each clone trooper and, and each Bad Batch ally. So it sounds like this is going to be like the Jedi Knight Revan's uh, lead or the Darth Vader lead where it, it's stacking. It's oh, not just kind of I didn't catch that distinction, actually. That's good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then whenever Wrecker gains stealth, he dispels it and taunts for one turn. And if you remember Tech's kit, he gives the entire team stealth. What With what I assume is going to be the first move, it's hard to say before we play with it. But um, now whenever Wrecker takes damage from an enemy, he gains a stack of fury as well. The reason you want to gain these stacks of fury is at 10 stacks, he loses all stacks of fury and gains furious. It's only for two turns. Um, that will make him taunt again. And that's what gives him, that's what gives him, I, I don't want to say OP abilities, but the in, enhanced abilities on his basic and specials is, it, it looks like the key is get to the furious and then it lets him do things. Yeah, uh, it's one of those abilities that you don't know what you're going to get until you actually play it, in my opinion. Like, it, who knows how much damage he does. I'll be really interested to see if he becomes like Scion, like who can actually deal a little bit of damage as a tank. Yeah, you know? I, I mean, that would be interesting to see. I'm just, <laughs> you know, the, the two-turn stun just gets, two turns is on a stun is a long time. I mean, KRU has it. And if you don't ability block him at the start and you lose the wrong person for two tons or two tons, two turns. Um, you also don't want to lose it for two tons. <laughs> that's a lot, of, guess. a lot of weight to lose, but <laughs> if you lose uh, the wrong character for two turns that can completely transform the battle. And now he's doing an AOE attempt to stun them for two turns. Um, that's that's a lot. That that I don't want my team stunned for two turns, basically. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, well, I agree. It'll just be interesting to see. Like, it seems like it might work really well. People in chat are saying, like, get ten stacks uh, of fury, then become prepared. Oh, look at this. Swampgrass 420 with the raid. Thank you. All right. Uh, Your day is almost here, my friend. I actually <laughs> don't know who Swampgrass 420 is, but it seems like 420, you know, it's the priority. So good to see you guys. It, for me, it is here. It is 420 oh, and 7 a.m. Um, oh, well, uh, yeah. yeah, we just have to see how that mechanic works. Because right now, like, people are correctly like i it, it might just be one of those things it's like <laughs> how do you get prepared who knows like it just it magically happens <laughs> um but you know it, it does it isn't exactly like that but like i i guess i just feel like that's uh that's a thing that uh you know the the furious mechanic it, it might end up being amazing or it might just be too clunky to actually make work Right. Yeah. Uh, we will, we'll see. 
I, who knows with this. Uh, the one thing that it's safe to say is there are a lot of moving parts on this team. Do not expect it to be good on defense. <laughs> like just don't. Anytime you see a complicated team come out, do not expect it to be good on defense. Um, I think that, that's probably the safest thing to say right now. Uh, all right. With that said, the next clone is being released on May the 4th, which is now, at least for me, exactly two weeks away. So we get a small reprieve in talking about bad batch kits. <laughs> and Oof. yeah, we can move on because we actually, weird, we did Grand Arena this week. Who would have guessed? Um, and we both came into the week at 9-0. and So Zareth, how did... How did your round start? <laughs> I thought that my guy auto-deployed. <laughs> uh, I thought he was going to. He, he had kind of lower banners. I think I think that was the guy. I don't know. I lose track of these things. But, um, yeah, so I, I thought he was going to auto-deploy, so I kept all my Galactic Legends. Still placed a strong defense, though, and because he, he didn't have great lifetime. And he didn't have a history, a GAC history. I couldn't search him. And so that that was a little stressful-ish. Maybe that was this. Maybe that was the week before, though. I'm having deja vu. Yeah, I thought that was the week before. Well, whatever. Um, anyways, this guy wasn't good, and I won. <laughs> so all right, touche. I don't know. <laughs> no, no offense to my opponent. I, I, gosh, I just don't remember the fight at all. Apparently, um, you know. Uh, let me just look real quick. I have it up. Let me let me look at the match. Maybe that'll jog my memory a little bit. Oh, that's right. Okay, so this guy, um, I really wanted. So he, he's an offense first player. Uh, he places two Galactic Legends on defense, and uh, he, he actually places a pretty respectable defense. And I really wanted to keep Jedi Knight Luke. That this was the week I was resolved. I was going <laughs> to keep Jedi Knight Luke for offense. I was going to do it. So I did. Um, he ended up, he ended up uh, clearing everything except for my back. In my back zone, I had two Galactic Legends waiting for him. He couldn't clear, clear either of them. And uh, really, like that, I think that was the biggest thing. Was um, I, I out schemed him a little bit by like I, I after looking at his defenses a lot, I, I had I noticed that he really likes to use Galactic Legends on specific squads. Uh, to you know to one shot them and so I just put those specific squads in the front and um and, and then the what what ended up ended up happening it, it was it was actually kind of terrifying he actually tried to kill those squads without using galactic legends it failed and then I'm guessing he had to just like go and use galactic legends anyways after he had failed so I I got to defend on each of my front zone squads <laughs> and then in the back like that I mean that's pretty disastrous. You lose like three good counter squads and three Galactic Legend ish, you know, level squads. Like you get to the back and there's two Galactic Legends waiting for you. That's, you know, that, yeah. that's all she wrote. So he cleared everything else, but it, it was, it took a lot of hits to kill a lot of those squads. And I, I cleared him somewhat efficiently. Oh, that's right. Because he attacked first, I chopped down his Darth Revan team one at a time. So I killed. What did I do first? Did I use Vader first to kill? I, I don't remember. I used 
I used a few sciencey teams. Oh, that's right. I wanted to try Jedi Knight Revan with Jedi Knight, no, with uh, Cam, with Kiedi Mundi. And it didn't work. Um, I, I know. I killed Basti. I killed Darkseid Basti. So that was great. And then I was like, you know what? Malik is almost dead here. Uh, I'm just going to, I'll use Savage. So I brought in Savage and just chopped him down. But then the squad Savage was with wasn't good. So they died. And then I used Bo-Katan to finish him off. So that was pretty cool to finish Darth Revan off. So I, I won. Um, yeah. He was actually a nice guy. I, he didn't deserve the dismissiveness I gave him previously. He's, he said, your defenses were really well placed and uh, I learned a lot. And I'm going to take those ideas with me to the next round. Uh, real quick, Gom, good to see you. Uh, welcome to all the Operation Metaverse Raiders. Hello, everybody out there. Hello um, to everyone. Yes. All right. Yay. Um, and so that is, so I won. I think the biggest thing for me, I I keep feel I'm feeling an increase of pressure solo because I'm winning in GA Center, and you know in the, in the Premier League, and you know like trying to beat my fellow content creators in GAC is is important to me. Uh, just you know like having something to measure against is really nice. And then in addition, I just I keep accumulating like I have a really I have a lot of consecutive wins at this point, and that is just pressure on its own. Yeah. Like I want to win, but like inevitably when I lose, it's going to feel worse, you know, just because <laughs> it, it will be, it'll only be, it won't be just a loss. It'll be like the destruction of a, of a, a thing. It's a whole, you know, it's taking its own life. So um, that being said, you've been having a fantastic season solo. Uh, Let's see, nine and zero oh going into your first round, correct? Yes. Yeah. And how did your first round go? <laughs> well, there went the the fantastic season. Uh, so I, I actually give my my opponent all the credit on this one. Uh, he he deserved to win. Uh, he's never placed two Galactic Legends on defense in in any three v three season, and so I went harder on defense than I usually do. You know, I, I put Luke up front. I put uh, Ray in the back. I put Darth Revan and Gas on defense as well. Um, and that was too much. <laughs> uh, because I open up the back zone, and he had two Galactic Legends sitting there. He had a Ray. He had a Supreme Leader Kylo. All I had left was um, my Sith Eternal. So I cleared his Ray with Sith Eternal. Um, oh, and the other thing is he, he, his team was very well modded. So he had a CLS team up front that had the Critavoid arrows and the tenacity crosses. He had Darth Revan with Malik exactly one speed faster than uh, his Darth Revan. And then I forget the, uh, the other front team, but, oh, it was a Grievous team. And he had crit avoidance and a lot of protection on the B2. And the B2 was R7. So his front zone, I had to use Supreme Leader Kylo to take out that Darth Revan just because every one of his teams were modded so well that I, I just had to use Kylo. And I got to the back wall and I was like, well, crap. Um, and so I went in with Vader. I took out Kylo. 
uh, or not Kylo, I took out Zombie and Daka with Vader Watt and, you know, one Merciless, get through the Merciless and take out Daka and then I killed Zombie. They couldn't be revived thanks to Watt putting on the te- weapons tech and then here's where I lost the fight. Um, I sent in burners to work down the cooldown so that I could then send in Jedi Knight Revan, Yoda, and Thrawn. And so it worked, and I was able to kill him. If I hadn't sent burners in, I would have saved 10, ba- 10 banners. Um, and then my defense ended up doing really well, and I got two defensive holds, but I ended up losing by five. <laughs> so um, if I just didn't send the burners in, if I didn't send the burners in, he probably would have started with the poke, and I would have lost anyway. But, you know... Um, it just sucks. But at the same time, he deserved to win. He played, you know, he set a defense that beat me. And he was a well-modded uh, player. He set a good defense. He played well, um, you know. So kind of it is what it is on there. Um, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I, I was disappointed when I saw, like, you uh, – if you hadn't sent in the burner, you you probably would have. But I mean, props to you for giving him props. In, in my opinion, like he he played well, uh, you know. And right. any one of us could could be in that situation and lose. I mean, it it's just it happens. It just does. Um, and that's that's why that's why my win streak is so uncomfortable right now because I I know like I'm just like. I, I keep saying like, I'm not, I, I may be in the middle of the longest win streak my account has ever had, or <clears throat> I'm at the end, like easily, whatever my next, whoever is my next match I could lose. So, you know, that that's how it goes. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, exactly. So uh, you are still on the win streak. How did, how did round two go? All right. Um, I'm going to look instead of just <laughs> trying to remember apparently. Um uh, so this guy always, okay. Um, he, this guy places one Galactic Legend on defense every time. And it's usually Ray Han Chu, like uh, basically every time in, in recent past. Then he has Commander Luke on defense with the Chupio squad. And that's basically it for good defensive squads. Everything else is B-level. And so I just, <clears throat> I packed all my defense all my good squads, all my A-level squads on defense, except for I kept three Galactic Legends, then every other A-level team are on defense. So, you know, it's Darth Revan, um, Darth Revan, Jedi Revan, General Skywalker, uh, GL Newt. <laughs> um, you know, my, I did have my Supreme Leader Kylo with the, the zombie cheese, Commander Luke, Jedi Luke. So I failed. He's such an ultra efficiency player. I was like, all right, fine, fine. I'll place Jedi Luke, uh, but next time I'm going to keep him. <laughs> um, but he's going to go on defense this time. So my opponent uh, started off really well in the front. And we've been laughing about that a lot this week, actually, is when when you see your opponent gets 55s in the front zone, but you don't have a galactic legend in the front zone. It's basically it, a win. <laughs> it feels like a win yeah. because, because they you know that they use their galactic legends and you, you know, what's waiting for them in the back. <laughs> right. um, and so he, he was pretty efficient in the front and then 
uh, in the end, he couldn't clear my Jedi Knight Revan or my Supreme Leader Kylo. So, uh, and then I ended up getting a 2663, which is pretty efficient. I actually got that first and then, um, you know, he waited until a couple hours before the end of the round to attack and uh, couldn't clear. So, uh, good win. And I don't know, is that 41 consecutive? We're, you know, we're rolling. We're doing okay. We're in the finals. How, so you're, you, you need to recoup though, Solo. Yes. How, how did that transpire? It's Gambit fight night. <laughs> we have a drunk Yeti on stream. How, how's it going? Um, <laughs> drunk Yeti on stream. It's funny because it's true. Um, <laughs> so I went up against the guy, um, a guy and he placed, he placed a decent defense. Um, but I kind of, I steamrolled through, <laughs> through his defense, um, which felt good until we got to ships and ships is where it kind of went sideways. Um, because he didn't even have, you know, it, it was nothing special on ships. Uh, and it, it was just, uh, I went up against a Radis and an empire. I had my malevolence because my negotiator was on defense and, so I took Rebels against Radis, and here's the thing: the Radis didn't even have a tank on it. It was it was just the other resistance, no tank at all. Uh, so I don't even have to delay shooting one of the teams. It was just or one of the one of the resistance ships. I could just go straight after them, and then all of a sudden Falcon got the AOE, and my Rebel fleet just disintegrated. And I mean disintegrated immediately i froze <laughs> yeah <laughs> i went back and i froze uh, you know i took a screenshot of it and it hit my bigs for 206k and my biston for 198k and they just disappeared like they just fell off <laughs> fell off the face of space i guess you could say um so that sucked because as you were talking about and i was I was cruising. Um, I think I was on pace for a score of like 2668 or something ridiculous like that. And then I hit this Radis and it just before he even got a reinforcement out, my fleet disappeared. Um, so then I had to clean it up. I did clean it up. Um, and I finished with a 2642 and he didn't have any galactic legends on defense. So he's going into my defense that only has one galactic legend on defense. And he has four galactic legends of his own. And, um, well, he, he cleared my front zone really easily. He cleared my Ray for good banners. And then he went up against my Grievous and I have placed the same Grievous team every single round um it is grievous magna and nest it's it's those three every single time if you scouted me you know it it, it was going to be there um no surprises for anyone and so he went into the battle he beat grievous he beat magna and then he lost to nest and then he sent another team in and lost to nest and then so he finally sent a third team in and beat Nest. And uh, I had one loss, he had two, and I ended up winning by 21. 
Jeez. <laughs> so, uh, the other thing is another happy my, landing. Yeah. So <clears throat> you talked about you thought he was going to auto deploy in round one. I legitimately thought that this guy was going to auto deploy. I actually weakened my defense because he didn't attack at all in the first round. I could tell because I tracked the lifetime banners and the previous three Grand Arena seasons he auto-deployed at the start of round four. Like, if you go back in his history, Mm -hmm. he has an auto-deploy for the previous three seasons for the first match of round four. I don't know what it is about round four, but he just didn't participate. So I saw that he didn't attack, and I was like, oh, crap, he's going to auto-deploy. I seriously, I waited to place my defense until uh, 20 minutes before the round, just waiting to see if he would place a defense down. And so I weakened my defense. I took gas off defense and I put Bosk instead, which, you know, Bosk is not, not an A tier or realistically, he's not even a B tier on defense anymore. Um, But I just thought I was, he's close enough. He's, I mean, he's not awful, but at the same time compared to gas, like, when when the other guy has four galactic legends on offense, um, and you're like, have fun, Bosk. Yeah, <laughs> Good yeah, luck. Right. Good luck, little May guy. God have mercy on your soul. Um, I, I just, I thought he was going to auto deploy, so I, I kept gas because my plan was keep Ray on defense, and then if there is a bastard um, team that I have to take out, I have Jedi Knight Revan, Jedi Knight Luke, and uh, gas for one team to just like blitz somebody. Um, but I end up winning because he can't beat Nest. So there's that, you know? Um, uh, all right. So that's – you are now headed into the finals. You're headed for, what, your fourth consecutive 12-0? and 0? Uh, third, third, third. Third. And then the streak started the season before. Um, so – Yes. Did you finish 12-0? and 0? Um. In a word, yes. Yes, I did. I did <laughs> that indeed. That's the word we want, yes. <laughs> that's, that's the word we're looking for. So, um, yeah. It, uh, and that was such a good stream. So my, my opponent had, had clearly, like, punched above his weight to get to where he was at. Uh, you know, he was a, he was a good, good enough player. But he – and he I, I said my last opponent was ultra-efficiency. This guy – the best team he placed, he placed a Padme squad. And then he had a Fin Fin Po team was his second best team on defense. And then after that, it was, if those two teams are like, you could maybe consider them a minus level. I, I wouldn't yeah. really, uh, maybe Padme, but like, and then everything else was B level. And none of them were like super duper easy, <laughs> but none of them were that challenging either. Um, right. So, so yeah, um, uh, but I, I had one thing I was going to do. I was going to place an extra Galactic Legend on defense, and I didn't do that. I forgot to do that. Uh, I just forgot. To, I just let it roll over, uh, which is fine because he keeps, so he keeps all four Galactic Legends. He keeps Darth Revan, Jedi Revan, all these things, uh, you know, and I, I still had my total FU defense, um, including Jedi Knight Luke, by the way. Yeah. So, that was a huge fail. I only got to use him one time on offense. But, <laughs> um, 
but but yeah like that and so it, it was a cool stream because my dad showed up like he had never been on you know he'd never come to a stream before and he you know he was he he gifted a sub like that was his, like his big entrance and it was it was just cool you know we talked talked about my dad the stream you know all the viewers were like oh cool what's up like papa x and all this <laughs> you know it was a lot of fun yeah. um you know my kids came and said hi and it was, it was just a good time my my youngest my three-year-old like instructed people on you know he's like oh that's general grievous he's got four lightsabers he used to not have any but then he took them from jedi and he has a yellow he has a green and a green and a blue and a blue lightsaber and all this stuff you can see it in the video uh, that that'll be published pretty soon but um anyways like so you know we went through and i was like all right guys he kept everything for offense every single thing and so we, he's probably just going to one shot me and so we've got to be efficient and uh, you know the other complicated thing and i felt kind of bad going in i was like if he beats me he makes kyber for the first time ever <laughs> if he wins he has to full clear or at least mostly clear and win but you know i'm not going to actually just hand that over especially if he doesn't ask me but even if he did i wouldn't um and so I, I went through and I was as, as efficient as possible. And I ended up getting a really high score. It was like a 2675. And so when he didn't attack for a really long time, I just, it, it, once you get to a certain threshold in score, you're like, you know what? If this guy gets like a couple 51s, he's screwed. You know, like that's a good feeling when when you know that like a 51 is a really bad result for one of his attacks so eventually did attack and um he did one shot everything early on though he got like a 47 against one of my squads up front and immediately that's like okay i think mathematically he's out uh, being able to beat me how ridiculous is that <laughs> it's like oh know, he got yeah. 147 i win yeah, I was seriously like that was how good that was how high my score was. It's so silly. Um, and so you know, it was pretty relaxed in the end. He he did one shot everything except for my Jedi Knight Revan team. Uh, took he, he tried four times on that, couldn't kill it, and then he didn't even try in fleets. I'm sure that just demoralized him. And he's like, you know what, I can't make Kyber anyways, he just quit so. So uh, 12 and 0 on the season, 36 and 0 on this GA center uh, season. So we got one more, we have one more month, 12 more matches. If I can, if I can keep stay undefeated, I'll win the premier league. Cause I'm, I'm winning right now. I'm, I'm actually like not just tied for first place. I'm actually in first place. So I, I could, I could potentially do it. We'll see. And I was chomping at my heels, though. He's only got one loss, and he has got a monster tiebreaker on me. Never turn your back on a Wampa. Uh, <laughs> Oof, yeah, no kidding. Yeah. But yeah, my, my record is uh, is good. So I'm, lots of pressure, lots of fun. And I'm just I'm trying not to... I, I don't know, like, it it's once you win enough you start you start having these really weird thing feelings of like being entitled to things and like th things that are just very unattractive traits to me I, I hate it like and yet it's very you know you have to have to start battling them so i you yeah. know we're 
I'm working on that as well. But <laughs> as it stands, it was uh, it's been a good season. Good, been a couple good couple good seasons and five v five though, man. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if Dark Trooper is going to destroy everyone or not. I hope he does. We're gonna um, find out, you and I together. Yeah, science. So, <laughs> um, that being said, uh, good record for me, and you're going for eleven and one, which is also really awesome. Uh, how's your match? Uh, so the, it was an interesting one, and I, I say that basically strictly because he attacked before I had to attack. Um, and so he took three fights on my General Skywalker sitting in the front zone. Um, <laughs> then he breaks into my back zone. And he also lost to my Grievous. So the entire this entire season, Grievous hasn't gotten a single hold. We get to the final week where everybody's at least in a rhodium. And I get multiple holds with my Grievous, um, which <laughs> just kind of made me laugh. Um, then he attacks my top or top front zone and lost to Shakti and the clones. And then he gets into the ships and he had both malevolence and negotiator on offense. And he lost twice to my negotiator and he lost once to my empire. Um, and I, I, amazingly, he was able to full clear. Uh, <laughs> because when he attacked the negotiator the first time, he got only the Y-Wing down. And then he attacked again, and I think he got Ahsoka down. And then um, <laughs> he finally was able to finish off the negotiator. So I, I basically just had to clear. Um, he he also, though, sat or set Darth Revan and Gas up front, and I just use the galactic legend to get through that because uh, I wasn't going to have three losses to uh, to a general skywalker in the front uh, I oh and you know so two weeks ago uh, my opponent set Rex fives in Barris and it was a G12 Barris and so I soloed it with uh, the just OG Kylo um and so my opponent this week set Rex fives in Barris, and Barris had 89k health. It wasn't full 6e health mods on her. And so since I, I had plenty of room to spare, we scienced it, and I very easily got 56 against that team. I mean, like Barris just disappeared um, <laughs> from from existence. Uh, so I was able to get the bottom zone, and then. We got to fleets, and he had placed Radis and his empire, and I had the immediate panic of, oh my god, do I bring rebels against Radis again? And I did, and it went amazingly easy, uh, just stupid easy. So I, the the last time was a fluke, but let me tell you that that got into my head, uh, and then. So I won by 107 banners. It was quite, quite easy. <laughs> it was quite easy of a win. Um, so I finished 11 and one. I'm happy with 11 and one, you know, 12 and 0. 
I wanted to go 12 and 0 because obviously who doesn't want to go 12 and 0, but it's really hard to complain when you go 11 and one, um, especially when the one loss came to somebody that deserves the loss. It wasn't like RNG that stole it from me. It wasn't because I did something stupid. It's like the guy earned the win. So I went 11 and one congrats to the guy that got the win. And there you go. Yeah, indeed. Uh, sometimes it has to be someone else. <laughs> right. Or does it? <laughs> it shouldn't be, damn it. Um, no, no, it wasn't designed that way. <laughs> uh, all right. So that brings us into the podcast questions. Let's. Um, so, guys, we got a ton of podcast questions today, which is fantastic. Thank you for asking them. There are a couple, though. So we have the Gambit Roundtable on Friday night. There are a couple that are fantastic for the Gambit Roundtable. All right. Uh, so as I was saying, there was a couple of fantastic um, questions for the Gambit Roundtable. Specifically, uh, skate. it wasn't the blue screen of death, but it, every once in a while I'll get an encoder error and it just shuts down everything. It's... it's uh, who knows? I, I probably should look into what's going on. But anyway, uh, so whoever asked if you could pick only two GLs to have on your roster, we're going to save that for the group. And we are on Friday, thanks to a podcast question, going to uh, do a, a draft of SWGOH characters, um, non non-journey guide characters because obviously everybody would pick the jet and luke's and the gls and so on friday night we're gonna do a a, a <laughs> mini draft of the non-journey guide characters should we uh should we maybe just include uh bb8 and padme just to... <laughs> i feel uh, like that was our discussion last time was like <laughs> like yeah. they shouldn't they don't deserve to be on that list <laughs> Yeah. Um, it's funny. All right. So let's start with the first question. You'll never guess who asked this question of why does no one on the podcast have a relocate Plo <laughs> um, um, That's a great question. Um, it's going to take a while to respond. No, it isn't. Because relocate Plo sucks ass. Because <laughs> he he's better than mace because ando is not on this podcast right there we go that, that is why because ando was not on the podcast um all right so next question is so for those of you that don't know um kin was doing with skelterix a weekly god i can't remember the show now where they a weekly youtube show where they would pick battles and analyze battles of what went right or what went wrong with various like the kyber or something kyber it, show the kyber show that's it thank you um he can they they stopped doing the videos because, it, because i believe it's because skelterx just didn't have enough time to do it because it was taking a lot of time to go through videos, etc. So they set up a new website called grandarenascience.com, um, which basically is doing the same thing, amassing counters out there and linking to the videos. I wonder, I wonder where they got that idea. Uh, and so <laughs> this person asks, can we sue him for copyright infringement? Uh, but more importantly, uh, 
his long-term goal is for it to suggest your best defense and be able to analyze and suggest your best attack teams. Isn't that taking a lot of the fun out of Grand Arena away? And Go for it. Yes, I think it would take a lot of the fun out of Grand Arena away. More importantly, people have tried that before. Like there, I forget what bot used to do it. There used to be a bot that ran, and I know the person that ran the bot, and he tried hard to get it to uh, make good suggestions of what you should put on defense based on what they, your opponent has and what you have. And a computer is just never going to do it as well as a human, especially if it's if you put down like mixed teams like Darth Revan, Bastila, and Gideon, uh, that team is going to have to be programmed into the computer program before it knows how to analyze it. And so it would be very hard to manipulate people using a, a bot or something like that and just use teams that they don't expect that are kind of mixed like that, like different factions on the team. And I think you would immediately lose, uh, <laughs> you know? Uh, so I'm, I, I don't, I, I think that will take the fun out of it. And at the same time, I don't think it would actually work. And, you know, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, um, <laughs> and gig who is a, a lawyer says copyright is not possible. But an old school beatdown, very possible. <laughs> <laughs> we, we could always drive to their house. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I'll meet you at his house. Yeah, that, that's dumb. <laughs> no, I, I think, the, so it's, it's just so soulless. You know, like, why do you play the game if you're not going to make decisions about the game that you right. play? Like, right. like. I guess I can understand like, so we have patrons and we advise defenses and stuff, uh, but they're like, a lot of that's because they're learning. Like there's that interaction there where you're just like, like if you ask the computer why you do that, it, the computer just says like, because it's optimized a-hole, right. like, <laughs> like, just trust me. Like you, you would need, you would needed me to tell you like, why, why are you even bothering? Like just, just move right. forward. And and I, you know, the game changes enough that, and the rosters change enough. I, I just don't think that unless you put a huge amount of money and time into uh, in, an investment into actually, you know, like keeping up with all of the things that are going on, I, I think it's just doomed to failure. But even if it wasn't, even if it could just give you the, your best possible defense, like, does it also mean that it's going to give you the best possible offense against what your opponent is going to right. be placing? Like, it just seems like there's too many variables. And, and even if it did all of that, I still maintain that it's not, it's not fun to just like have a computer solve everything for you. It, once it's solvable like that, and I am just outgunned by a computer, like that's probably my time to get better at the game. So you know, instead of just quit, I might just quit though, if, if that's how it happens. So, yeah, it's, I mean, I would not be, I would not want to be the person that has to code all the variables. Cause I mean, there are just so many variables. Um, so is it possible? Yeah, absolutely. If you have like a world supercomputer um, and, you know, a programming team spending hours and hours a day on it. Yes. I just, uh, I, I, 
I wish him luck. I mean, good luck with it. I, it that just seems like such an enormous task. I don't. <laughs> I don't know if I wish them luck. <laughs> uh, I, I actually like Ken. Uh, I, I like. I like him. I just. Uh, uh, yeah, you know the the counters thing. Everyone's gonna like Arnold said he was gonna make a spreadsheet too. I mean, right. maybe he still will, but you know, like it's nice like that that level of flattery like we we were first so we can be the hipsters here um <laughs> and you know we're consistently like we're gonna get these videos out and like i i have my videos out you're gonna you've been putting more videos out and all has and all of that stuff is culminating i think this season's going to be the time for our counter sheet to actually just really take off i think i'm gonna start putting the group sourced um counter sheet in the primary spot in the primary tab nice. this season so it's uh it'll be a shift there'll be some angst i'm sure but i think i think it'll be awesome uh and people have even more even more resources at their fingertips after this so um you know keep for those of you who those of you who like that counter sheet it's going to be a little different if you aren't already using the new the new uh tab but it's uh, it'll have all the same battles from from me, and then it'll also have everything from solo and, and I think Ando's gonna have some on there at least yep. at least in five v five, and uh, and and all all most of his at least I, maybe all will be on there as well. So yeah, lots lots of good stuff coming. Yeah. Um. All right. Next question is has to do with speed and turn meter, etc. Uh, when using it as a tool for decision making, is there a cheat sheet for the calculations? Uh, this person's heard streamers use multiply by 1.2 or divide or multiply by 0.8 uh, for the base speed or listed speed. So basically, I mean, th this is a simple one. If you're talking about turn meter, you divide by the opposite of the turn meter. So let's say you gain 16% turn meter, you divide by 0.84, and that gives you your effective speed. If it is uh, a multiplier of speed, like say Rex is a perfect example, uh, where he gains one point or he gains 20% speed if he's on a full 501st team, then you multiply for speed. Uh, so it would be 1.2 times whatever his base speed is, say 290, to get his effective speed. Uh, so turn meter, divide, speed, multiply. Um, all right, so next one is a Zareth-focused question. I've heard you mention DPS a couple times. Surmise that you're referring to the potential damage per shot. Are you basing Cam as the highest DPS in the game off of base damage? Um, I'm not fancy. <laughs> DPS I use is a generalized term of damage per second. Just uh, yeah. so like MMOs, especially at I don't know if it, it, I doubt it's derived from World of Warcraft, but um, that's the first one that I really started using that phrase from. It's just like, uh, you know, it's like, okay, well, I have a rogue who can, you know, right now he's rated at a 4.7 damage per second or something. Or I have a wizard who can do like 5.7. Like if you're trying to figure out who's going to be your damage dealers, you want to, you're going to want to get that wizard because he's going to have more mage or whatever. Uh, because he's gonna have more damage per second. And that's kind of just carried over to a lot of these other games that we play. Uh, so DPS for me, it's just, 
a generalized term for a character who does damage. So yeah. Kiati Mundi is a DPS character. Um, uh, you know, Scion could be considered like you could say, oh yeah, he actually has a, some decent DPS. It, you know, it, it loses a little in translation because it's not per seconds because it's a turn-based game. But um, yeah, that that's all I mean by it. Well, damage per second. When Kara is attacking, you could probably term uh, do dps yeah <laughs> um, maybe like timeouts per second or something right <laughs> uh all right so next question i'm almost done getting my first gl which is uh supreme leader kylo for an account around five million gp uh, and i'm assuming i'll start seeing one or two multiple gl accounts during a gac season in general how quickly should i be thinking about my second gl once I've got one, is it necessary to keep going after more, or would it be more beneficial to hyper-focus on non-GL counters? <laughs> yeah, the answer is yes. <laughs> uh, well, so do, do all that. Here, here's the problem, um, and it, it really you kind of learn this as your season goes. So, uh, the perfect example I'll use is on my alt account which uh, I don't remember what my GP was last year at this time. But so on my alt account, I unlocked Ray first. And the first Grand Arena season after Ray was miserable for me. I, I think on my alt, I went seven and five because I unlocked Ray. I didn't have a good counter to Supreme Leader Kylo. Um, and obviously at the time, it was only the two of them. So... I was doing Ray Mirrors, which was fine when I went up against other Rays, but Kylo, I just did not have a good counter. And it was, of course, it, it doesn't help that it was directly after the Kylo double buff. Um, so based on that experience, it's going to be faster to work on one or two off-meta counters to GLs. I would probably do that first and then and then go for my second Galactic Legend because I remember how awful that first season was for my all, and <clears throat> I, I would never want that again. <laughs> yeah, and that's fair. Um, I think, yeah, it's a it's a tricky thing, man. Uh, I'm going. I'm just gonna. Uh, my alt, I, I think I've decided, I, I made a video about it this last week, uh, just to talk about my alt record, because it's, uh, my alt record is so stupid, and I just, I, I don't fully, completely understand it, but, uh, you know, there's there's luck involved, I'm sure, uh, and there's, there's experience, there's uh, just my, my relic level uh, experiment that I'm doing, um, all this stuff is culminating, so I made a video to talk about it, and uh, you know, about wh why I think I have a good record with my alt and, you know, uh, but what we're going to do next, and th that's the thing, I, once I suggested it, the overwhelming response was, yes, do this, was uh, I'm going to start doing Galactic Legend hunting on this account, on, on the alt account, without my own Galactic Legends. I'm going to not unlock Galactic Legends for, for a while at least. And then we're going to go big game hunting and try to beat people with Galactic Legends without our own and just mess with people. So uh, it should be fun. It might end up being super time consuming if I like killing, killing Galactic Legends with non with off meta counters is fun. 
But man, you have to pay a lot of attention to mods. You, the mod, mod game becomes super important. You can't, you can't just have a generalized squad of like, oh yeah, it's good. It's like, no, you need to have specific turn order for your first five or six moves, if not more. Right. Yeah, and you have, and that speed also has to be relative to what your opponent is doing, uh, and their speeds. So <laughs> there's a lot of lot of things going into it. There are. I mean, it, it's fan. It sounds a lot of fun to watch. So you know, I'm glad it's not me. Uh, and I understand why people would overwhelmingly support that because uh, that's probably the number one question we get asked. Of I don't have a GL. How do I beat this GL? Um, but you're yeah. right. It's going to be very mod intensive and take a lot more planning than you usually do for an alt account. Um, right. I might have to just fully give over Prevail Man to someone else, but yeah, um, that's okay. Who cares about Prevail Man? <laughs> no, <laughs> I do. I just, gosh, if I had if I had thirty hours in the day every day i probably still wouldn't have enough time to, to fully <laughs> like work on prevail man the way i wanted That's, to <laughs> oh ain't that the truth uh, all right uh, it's hard so actually we're gonna save the last four questions uh for the round table because um the next one is about fleets it, it'd be interesting to see what guys like Endall who and uh well ando after his latest fleet debacle um has to say about the fleets and then the, the last one is about Beskar Mando and actually I might all I'm unlocking I unlocked Beskar last night um so we can talk about that with the panel as well so let me actually highlight those for oh and so Dom's in the chat me. he's he's totally gonna be there for the Jaeger bombs <laughs> this uh Friday yeah um or, or Jaeger bombs aren't happening. He's he's the one who can unlock Jaeger <laughs> he, bombs. He is the sole source of the Jaeger bombs. Well, the sole cause, I should say, not source. Um, but Do you guys want to see me blackout drunk? Get uh, gom, get get gom in. That's I mean, all. every every month has to be somebody. <laughs> we <laughs> we have set this precedent, so every month has to be somebody's Eric. Just I could saying. I could use. I could use some video of that, actually. The only times I've ever been blackout drunk, though, has been because of Jaeger bombs. So <laughs> uh, it's been a long time ago. Can only be <laughs> Oh, ain't that? Yeah. Um, all right, guys. So the last four podcast questions we're going to put on Friday. Uh, if you want to ask a question for the panel, uh, you know, go to our Discord server. There's a podcast question sec uh, section. Any questions asked between now and Friday, we will be, uh, you know, asking the panel. So if you have questions for them, you have questions for us, drop it in the podcast question section and uh, get them asked. So with that said, we've talked about your all a little bit. Zareth, how'd your alt do this week in uh, GAC? Uh, yeah, so the first one was uh, forgettable because I've forgotten it. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, gosh, what, what even? Was that? Oh, mate, no, no, it was, that one was actually epic. Actually, I believe that was the one that was epic anyways. Um, 
yeah, so so they had a really high level Darth Revan, and they weren't going to be able to do much to me, honestly. But they they had a really high relic Darth Revan uh, squad on defense. They put it on the top zone, which uh, in five v five or in three v three is the zone. Like you don't want to defend that zone as much as you want to defend the bottom zone, but it's a small mistake. Uh, so, anyways, I I tried to use General Skywalker on that squad. Didn't really work that well. Uh, tried to use like I, I couldn't kill anyone um, I tried to use what commander Luke or just sorry just like wedge Han Chewie to finish off Basti and could like barely scratched her like and that that's the issue with having low relics in 3v3 some squads just really need relics to be you know to deal with relics and so uh, I was like, okay, I, I don't think I'm going to clear this. Uh, I don't think he can even clear one zone of mine. So we're good if we can just clear the bottom zone and the back zone and, and just call it good. But we're going, I was like, you know what? Let's keep, let's keep General Grievous and B1 and uh, Django. And we'll just see, we'll just see how it goes. Uh, so we cleared the rest of them, you know, he, and he placed a lot of really good teams on defense, like not quite the full FU defense, but I mean, I guess it was FU, but it wasn't the full, it wasn't like double middle finger, you know, or even triple middle finger. So um, anyways, I, I got through, I got through the rest of it fairly easily. And then we came back, we used General Grievous, B1 and Django. They're all, I think Grievous is relic three, B2, or B1 is level or relic two, and then Django's relic zero. And these guys are all like relic seven and higher. And the Malik's in there, Basti's in there. And um, I felt like Jin in Rogue One. It was like, all right, we're gonna, because we, we went in and it took a while, but we finally killed Basti. And I'm like, I still have everyone alive. <laughs> and so I'm like, Jin in Rogue One, I'm like, we're gonna take, uh, we're gonna take our, shot, our chance. And then the next one until we win or our chances are spent. And our chances never got spent, and I killed the squad and got the full clear. So it was pretty epic. Um, Excellent. <laughs> it, it was one of the coolest moments. Like just every once in a while, like you, you you can just pull something out of your quarters, and everyone gasps in amazement, um, <laughs> despite where it came from. And so, so yeah, we got got the win there. And then the the next one was dramatic only because I I was on my way to getting one of my best scores ever uh in fleets my app crashed Ugh. and um just miserable man so fleets so scary man i my my app has crashed a couple times now uh, uh knocks on fleets lately and it's it's really terrifying so i couldn't even clear luckily i wasn't going for top 10 anyways that this season uh because i was already mathematically eliminated from that so uh, still got the win. The guy couldn't clear me um, because my defense is so stupid. And then my uh, my final match is more of the same. Like I, I got a really high score. He he cleared all but two of my characters, and he couldn't get to ships. So um, or all all but two of my squads. So uh, pretty pretty good week for uh, for Zarathalt. Nothing. I don't know. I won all three. We're still streaking, so that's nice. Uh, so 12, 12 and 0 on that account, 12 and 0 on my main account. Uh, Prevail Man fared worse. But how did your alt go? How did uh, your alt do this season? So I was 8 and 1 coming into this week. 
And uh, the first match, I uh, one shot the board for high banners, um, and he couldn't clear my fleets. Uh, then the second match, so the second match was the most interesting match for me because I rematched against the guy that I beat for the championship last week. So literally it was, I fought him another fight and then I fought him again. And he kind of, he kind of made me or caught me in that he placed, he didn't just let his defense roll over. Like, you know, thanks to the prime bot, I saw he placed his defense down. So I was like, Oh, he changed up his defense. Um, And so I beat this guy by not letting him full clear the last time I trapped him with Jedi Knight Luke, Jedi Knight or Jedi Master Luke and Watt in the back. And I've never placed that. I've never placed that on either of my accounts. And so he wasn't expecting it. He wasted his Sith Eternal on the front and then couldn't clear me at all. So this time uh, to get into his head, I put Ray on defense in the front zone with him thinking that he couldn't use Sith Eternal because he has to, you know, get into the back zone where my Jedi Master Luke would be, at least in his head. And I, I kept Luke for offense. Um, and so he didn't use Sith Eternal Watt on Ray. I know that because he scored a 47. We both went on to full clear the boards for good banners. Uh, and I won by I, I won by three banners. Um, and it's all because he didn't use Sith Eternal on Ray. If I had Ray hiding in the back like I normally do, he would have had Sith Eternal and I would have, I, pr- I probably would have lost. Um because he would have scored at least four more banners and I would have lost. So uh, that that worked really well. That's why everybody, we tell you to have a plan. Um, we mean it. Yeah. And <laughs> that this is why. In the final round, man, th- this was probably my most embarrassing battle. Thank God it wasn't streaming, but now I'm telling everybody about it. So here we go. My Jedi Master Luke lost to his gas team on the front wall. Um, and so that was embarrassing and I attacked first on my all. And so, um, I got it down to just Jedi master Luke. And then he just destroyed me and it was an offense build or not Jedi master. Yeah. Uh, I got it down to just gas and he destroyed me. I had all three standing and gas just, I mean, it, it was, it was impressive to watch if it wasn't against me. But the exciting part of this round is uh, I, so I got Biston geared up and relic to relic five, even though my <laughs> Scarab Rebel Pathfinder is still only gear 12. And uh, so he is now, Biston's Ewing is now 154 at speed, which means he outspeeds all of the, uh, you know, all, all of the negotiator uh, fleets. And so I put my negotiator on defense for the first time. I took rebels. They took out his negotiator, uh, which was exciting. And then he attacked. He lost to my Darth Revan. Then he lost to Asajj Newt, the old end all special from two seasons ago. And then he too lost to my empire fleet. And so I ended up winning easily. Uh, 
with him having three losses, he scored in the 2,500s. So I ended up getting the win despite the gas or losing to gas and no derp. I did not bring bears. I had Ayla and old Ben with my Jedi master Luke and they, they were not enough. Um, So that's that Zareth. You had prevail, man. How did, did you prevail on prevail, man? Um, I, I went out with a whimper. Uh, so uh, nine and no going into this round. And one of my, the whole, my whole thing was like, okay, we're just keeping, keeping all the good stuff for offense. And that, that way we feel clear at least. And we get a good score. And uh, the one, the chink in my armor is uh, Jedi Knight Luke is, or just sorry, Jedi Knight Revan. It, I just, Luke would do the same to me, I'm sure, but on that account, dear Lord, but uh, Jedi Knight Revan is just not beatable at this stage for me. Uh, I'm working on Grievous. I think next 3v3, I'll have, I'll have an answer because uh, I, I also have Watt. think we can do it, but uh, until then, we're, we're going to struggle a little bit, going to be struggle buses, and um, yeah, it's a... Uh, uh, so, so my first round, I just, I couldn't kill a Jedi Revan team and then I lost. He cleared, he full cleared me because I had a terrible, I had just terrible defenses. Uh, he couldn't clear my fleet, but he still, he still won. I mean, I think actually maybe he even did clear my fleet. Well, the only time I think this whole season someone killed it. Uh, and then the next two fights, I, I beat the next guy soundly. And then the next one, the... Uh, he couldn't clear my fleet and I couldn't clear his and I ended up winning just on efficiency by, by five. Right. So, yeah, uh, like we couldn't, couldn't full clear each other. It was just like, well, that was dumb. Ran my, <laughs> ran my uh, Falcon mirror into his slightly better Falcon, and, you know, Falcon versus Falcon with, we both had Houndstooth. We both had the same lineup. It was, uh, it was stupid, and so ended up with eleven and one on Prevail Man. So not not the too embarrassing. Uh, I have I have a seven star Grievous now, and so every single piece of gear that I'm getting is going into him. Uh, we're just everything's on full stop. Gonna get him to Relic three so that he, we can start doing some stupid things. So nice. Um, you know maybe, or maybe I just won't. Maybe I'll just upgrade random crap. Who who knows? But. That's that's it for prevail, man. Um, yeah, I, I think we're we're at the penultimate stage here, Solo. We tell people how we're we're hoarding and we move on. <laughs> Except for fast. I didn't hoard this week. I didn't hoard at all. Um, I well, I got tech up to well, just just short of gear eleven. One more Cairo, and he'll go gear eleven, and he's aided. Um, I got magma trooper up from gear two to i think gear 10 right now and then most importantly uh i i got dark trooper to seven star he is now sitting at r8 i spent a lot of the week getting him to r8 um and dark trooper is the definition of like i'm going to switch over to the marvel universe of hulk smash like he just goes for his basic doesn't need to crit and then all of a sudden the other character just disappears. Like it, it doesn't matter who it is. It's just like, all right, I'm going to go hit this guy. He does his lazy fly over, punches him a couple times, flies back. And whoever he hit is just missing. And it is 
amazing. He, um, you know, we've talked about doing Red Sith Trooper to R8. He just looks fun. Like, I don't, I don't know if we're going to do it, but I know Gom is all about it. Um, Dark Trooper is the, like, in the same category of just so much fun to instantly delete people. I'm so happy I did that. Yeah, dude. Um, I haven't done it yet, but I, I'm super excited to. Um, just watching the videos and watching watching people do it, it it's so ridiculous. And yeah. you know, it's one of those things in this game that's super fun. I mean, could you really uh, like? All right, so I I didn't love when when you were facing Gom and you lost to his uh, Ray Ray Watt team in the back. Yeah. Um, I didn't love that that was happening to you. But man, watching Scav Ray just delete characters <laughs> is kind of fun, you know. Right. Like, there's just yeah. something that transcends. Like, there was there was a certain level of joy to watching that, even as it was happening to you. You know, like I, I didn't want it to happen to you, to you, but I wanted it to happen happen to someone, you know. And so, yeah. and and Dark Trooper is like a character that we can actually use consistently to do that. So I'm 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 excited. Yeah, actually. We'll blame Klesso and him one-shotting CLS. Um, and that's why we are going, we will both have R8s on Dark Trooper. Uh, yep, absolutely will. Um, yeah, uh, he's, Jedi Master Luke has to come next for me. That's fair. But that's fair. The, second, the second they put more relic mats in the store, uh, I'll, I'll just have both. So we'll be good. Yeah. We'll be good. Um, All right. Yeah. Well, that's, there we go, guys. That's the podcast. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Real quickly, let's tell you how you can find us um, because we do have personal pages as well. Oh, solo, real quick, man. Um, just want to give, want to let people know, um, we actually, our podcast won an award. Oh, that's right. We did. And uh, it's uh, it's just worth mentioning. I mean, so it's a, Gosh, I don't want to like belittle him by saying this. He, he's a smaller content creator, but he's actually gotten like, it, uh, he's done an impressive job of um, getting a lot of like the bigger names to actually present and um, accept these awards. He calls them the, it's the Swaggy Awards, like Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes Awards. And there's a bunch of different categories. Um, I ended up, uh, gosh, I don't, I shouldn't give away things, but um <laughs> Like you could vote, you can vote for King of GAC was one of them. Um, and uh, one of them though, however, was the, uh, the, the best podcast. Yeah. And um, we ended up winning it by a pretty significant margin actually. Like it was, it wasn't that close. And it, like, it wasn't just, it wasn't just like him cherry picking. He's, he's a guild mate, but like all, all the good, all the big podcasts were on there, you know, Galaxy of Bureaus was on there. Um, the Escape podcast, of course, uh, belongs on that list. Um, Shattered Order, like a ton of them were on there and uh, we won an award. And so there'll be a, some presentation. I don't know if it'll be live. I think he'll just actually send it out as a, as a, sh like a, um, youtube post so we'll, we'll try to leak you guys but it'll should be kind of cool the guy's name yeah. is dicky Darkside. if you guys want to search him on youtube so um I, I don't know yeah we can talk about it more next week but it's kind of exciting we're going to we're going to record our acceptance speech after this in fact we are um so 
with that said, actually, I'm going to, I, I have his channel pulled up. Um, so give it a follow. The Swaggy should come out soon. Uh, he wanted videos submitted by the 20th, so today. So um, tomorrow, solo. Well, yeah, for you. So hope so the video should come out soon. He actually he has a big project because he has like Zared said, he has people presenting. Uh so they're they're doing videos to present the awards and then he has to put together all the acceptance speeches, etc. Uh, this is his second second time doing the Swaggies. He did it last year as well. So uh new year, new new Swaggies and we are very, very honored that basically you guys helped vote for us. So thank you. Um, all right. With that said, uh, I put his link to the YouTube page in the chat. Again, we'll send it out again next week after the Swaggies go live. Um, now, we both have personal pages on Twitch. Mine is just solobase15. Um Zareth's is Zareth underscore prevails. It's X-A-E-R-E-T-H underscore P-R-E-V-A-I-L-S. Uh, we both have YouTubes, as we mentioned earlier. Mine is just SoloBase15, so S-O-L-O-B-A-S-S-1-5. Zareth is just Zareth on YouTube, X-A-E-R-E-T-H. And look at that, Vertigo is passing out uh, the links for us in the chat. Um, Good him. And so, uh, yeah, uh, give us a follow on our personal pages. The way that we do this is we stream our GACs on the personal pages on Wednesdays and Sundays. We do the joint Gambit Fight Night on Friday nights, and then the podcast records on Monday nights uh, on the Gambit podcast page. So um, next up to talk about, uh, we already mentioned it. We have the Discord server. The link is down below. Join the Discord server. Uh, it is Grand Arena focused. You can get questions answered from what's this counter to guys help me, what should I work on next? There's a lot of people on the server that are there to help. Um, and then finally, and probably most importantly, is our counter sheet, which we discussed earlier as well. Uh, that link is down below. It's in the description of all of our videos. And it is um, what makes it unique is we give the full team that was in the fight. We use the we give the full team that we used for the counter. So you can see the full teams. Most importantly, though, is it gives you a timestamp link to a video so you can actually watch the fight. Because a lot of times, you have to do certain things in counters, and if you don't, it doesn't work. So just giving you a static, you know, infographic just doesn't do the job. So you can join the counter sheet and, um, you know, see, see how the counters work. Oh, and one more thing about the Discord server. I will warn you, it is the GAC off week, and that means people are already celebrating that it's prequels week because inevitably – Sometime at some point this week, there will be a fight of which is better, the prequels or the sequels. Um, yeah, good luck. <laughs> uh, with that said, I think I think it's time to call it a night, Zareth. I think so. Let's, uh, let's peace out. Yeah, let's. Don't be dicks, guys. 
Uh, yeah, do not be dicks. Uh, except for my goddamn, I'm having so many problems today. Why <sighs> my mouse froze? <laughs> Good lord, <laughs> this has been. Are a we night. still broadcasting? I think I think we are. Yeah, hold on. Um, my entire computer froze. Excellent. So, Zara, do you want to go on to the Twitch page and then you can just click stop broadcasting from the creator dashboard? Um, we can try. It, it, it should that means work. I have to sign out of I have to sign out of my own thing here and get on there. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, or can I do it as a moderator? Uh, I don't think you can as a moderator. Cut with it. Oh, wait. Nope, I think I just lost my computer. So you can. All right. <laughs> we are no longer uh, broadcasting. <laughs>